Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of Not a Problem. This morning, I want to talk to you about the two people that spearheaded the coronavirus vaccine, Dr. Ugar Sehin and Dr. Uzlem Tureki. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing those names correctly, but one of them is from Turkey and their husband and the other one is from Germany and their husband and wife team who collaborated with a scientist, Dr. Zhang from China with a new RNA strand. It's no longer new anymore because it is December 10th and the vaccine has been rolled out to the UK, to uh, several other countries. Saudi Arabia just improved it and the US is approving it in tiers for distribution. But I wanted to highlight how it came down to diversity to cure this pandemic, so to speak. It took a diverse array of people to come together, work together, and find a solution. So if that's not a case in point that diversity is necessary in the workplace, in acceptance, in society, then you have no business living in this world because if you are too narrow-minded to understand the importance of collaboration and assimilation between cultures, then I think you lose. Frankly, you lose. So yeah, I'm very proud of diversity right now. But more to the point, let's talk about these two people. Okay, it took over five to seven different people. I know the UK had a woman that was trying to come up with a solution. Uh, Australia had uh, a child vaccine trial that was pending approval. And a lot of different countries were competing with one another. But it looks like a collaboration between the German company BioNTech and Pfizer, who is, um, by the way, Pfizer is headed by a trained veterinarian who is Greek. He's from Greece. And I just love how many different cultures are represented in this vaccination because it's a global pandemic. It's one of the biggest crises to hit the world in a long time. And it's taking the world to solve it. And I think that is so apropos. All right. And it's 90% effective. Okay. So let's talk about these two people. Two years ago, Dr. Uger Sehin took the stage at a conference in Berlin and made a bold prediction. He spoke to a room full of infectious disease experts, right? He said that his company might be able to use its so-called messenger RNA technology to rapidly develop a vaccine in the event of a global pandemic. At the time, he and his company, BioNTech, were not that well known outside the small world of uh, you know European biotechnology startups. But BioNTech, which Dr. Sehan founded with his wife, Dr. Uzlem Tureki, was mostly focused on cancer treatments. And they had not yet brought a product to market. COVID-19, however, did not exist. But his words ended up to be a little bit of a prophecy, you know, prophetic, if you will. So now he developed a vaccine for coronavirus with his wife and with some uh, help from people in China and the UK. I'm sure all of these really intelligent scientists 
are talking to one another through Zoom and trying to come up with ways to combat the business end of things so that they can get the virus vaccinated and people treated because that's the end goal, right? But sure, there's a lot of money to be had if you come up with a viable vaccine or a cure to a disease, right? Yeah, billions of dollars. So this husband and wife are worth billions. But, you know, I think it's (laughs) well-deserved. I really do. So he says that it could be the end um, of the COVID era because this was a full-blown pandemic and they have a way to vaccinate it, vaccinate the coronavirus, vaccinate people from the coronavirus. I'm losing my edge here, so let's get back on track, shall we? Come on now. So after BioNTech had identified several promising vaccine candidates, Dr. Sahin concluded that the company would need help to rapidly test them, right? Win approval from regulators and bring the best candidate to market. BioNTech and Pfizer had been working together on a flu vaccine since 2018, and in March, they agreed to collaborate on a coronavirus vaccine. Since then, Dr. Sahin, who is Turkish, has developed a friendship with Albert Bourla, the Greek chief executive of Pfizer. That's who I was talking about earlier. The pair said in recent interviews that they had bonded over their shared backgrounds as scientists and immigrants. Quote, we realize that he is from Greece and that I'm from Turkey. Dr. Sayan said, without mentioning their native country's long-running antagonism, it was very personal from the very beginning. Dr. Sayan, 55, was born in Iskenderun, Turkey. When he was four, his family moved to Cologne, Germany, where his parents worked at a Ford factory. He grew up wanting to be a doctor and became a physician at the University of Cologne. In 1993, he earned a doctorate from the university from his work on immunotherapy and tumor cells. Early in his career, he met Dr. Turiki. She had early hopes to become a nun and ultimately wound up studying medicine. So Dr. Turiki, now 53, and the chief medical officer for BioNTech, was born in Germany, the daughter of a Turkish physician who immigrated from Istanbul. On the day they were married, Dr. Sehin and Dr. Turiki returned to the lab after the ceremony. They initially focused on researching and teaching, including at the University of Zurich, where Dr. Sehin worked in the lab of Rolf Zingernal, who won the 1996 Nobel Prize in Medicine. And in 2001, Dr. Sehin and Dr. Turiki founded Ganymed Pharmaceuticals, which developed drugs to treat cancer using monoclonal antibodies. After several years, they founded BioNTech as well, looking to use a wider range of technologies, including messenger RNA, to treat cancer. We want to build a large European pharmaceutical company, Dr. Sain said. And even before the pandemic, BioNTech gained momentum and raised hundreds of millions of dollars with over 1,800 people on staff. Offices are located in Berlin, other German cities, and Cambridge, Massachusetts. And in 2018, they partnered with Pfizer. So last year... The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation invested $55 million to fund its work treating HIV and tuberculosis. So in 2019, Dr. Sehin was awarded the Mustafa Prize, a biennial, a biennial Iranian prize for Muslims in science and technology. Okay, talk about diversity, right? Christians, Buddhists, Muslims coming together here. 
Amazing. So Dr. Sain and Dr. Turkey sold Ganymed for $1.4 billion in 2016. Did I tell you they were rich? Last year, BioNTech sold shares to the public. In recent months, its market value has soared past $21 billion, making the couple among the richest in Germany. Germany has lots of rich people, by the way. So the two billionaires live with their teenage daughter in a modest apartment near their office. This is what I love. They ride bicycles to work. They do not own a car, right? Uger is a very unique individual, said Borla, Pfizer's chief executive. Executive. He cares only about science. Discussing business is not his cup of tea. He doesn't like it at all. He's a scientist and a man of principles. I trust him 100%. So... In Germany, where immigration continues to be a fractious issue, the success of two scientists from Turkish descent was definitely cause for celebration. With this couple, Germany has a shining example of successful integration, wrote the conservative business site Focus. And a member of parliament, Johann Vogel, wrote on Twitter that if it was up to the far-right alternative for Germany party, there would be no BioNTech of Germany with Uzlem Turkey and Uger Sehin at the top. If it were up to the critics of capitalism and globalization, there would be no cooperation with Pfizer. But that makes us strong. Immigration country, market economy, and open society. Their own mouths, guys. Dr. Sahin had little time for politics. As you can clearly see, he was busy in a white lab coat trying to solve a global pandemic. BioNTech has been so busy developing a vaccine that the company has not finalized the financial details of his partnership agreement with Pfizer. But, you know, this was written in November. They have since finalized it and the vaccine is being distributed. So trust and personal relationship is so important in such business. So many contractual and license agreement uh, procedures and uh, processes need to be approved and there's a lot of steps to go through with Food and Drug Administration in the U.S. and um, laterally equivalent administrations around the world in various countries to approve a vaccine to be distributed so that its people could benefit from it. it. has to be safe. It has to be effective. And the symptoms have to be moderate with at least a 90 to 96% efficacy rate. So... Now we have that, and Pfizer is at the helm of distribution and going into various countries and trying to help get the vaccine into their government's hands for distribution. I think this is the beginning of the end. It is winter. We're going to head into 2021, and the... Vaccine came just in time to help curb the spike in cases and try to level it out again. So I think we're going to see the rates start to decline just as we enter spring. That is my optimistic view on the future of this coronavirus 19 pandemic. And I just hope that I can maybe impart some of that hope and sense of well-being onto you guys as well keep your masks on wash your hands don't touch your face stay busy there's a lot you can do creatively and um, intellectually in your house so enjoy the holidays ring in the new year i'll probably do another podcast 
before the new year rolls around. And remember, stay courageous, keep it simple. Life is not a problem. Bye for now.